0: I told myself I was ready. I had placed my money belt, satchel, and gear on the ground. Just walked off the job right then and there. The Long Island Railroad was going to have to get along without me. A sense of resolve had come over me as I realized, why didn't I think of this before? My heart was beating at a rabbit's pace. I was crazy with anticipation. I stood staring long and hard at the railroad track. My eyes shifted upward to the clouds, puffy and bright, right out of a cartoon. A balmy breeze brushed my cheek. The air felt thick and humid. The smell of creosote and diesel fuel attached itself to anything that didn't move, including myself. There I was, standing on that platform, waiting and waiting. The boxing match had ended, and my struggle with alcohol had won. On my upper lip, sweat was forming, a trait inherited from my mother, and one I despised. A piece of garbage blew by my foot. I noticed my boots were disgusting, covered in grease and oil. My life was just like my boots, dirty and used up. I could hear the blood pumping in my ears. I caught myself wringing my hands. A memory of the previous night appeared. Images of the guys, fading in and out, thick as fog or, like, some vapor blowing through my brain. Hank's face, then little Stevie's. Had Cory been there too? Damn, I couldn't remember. I knew I shouldn't have ridden with them. Deadheading is only half interesting the first time, and then it's all redundant. My head was aching, and I felt eerily alone. I guess I was 14 when I stuffed that black trash bag full of all the crap lying on my bedroom floor. Shoes, boombox with the batteries corroding, books. Just stuffed it full and took off for New York City. I was tired of Mother's crazy shit. Tired of everything. Thought I was making a statement. I'll show them. My parents, not much parenting going on in that house. They didn't care. Never made me move back. They knew exactly where I was. Christ, I even came home for Christmas. Why am I thinking of this shit now? Screw it. It's over. I can't live like this anymore. I can't. I I won't. I can't keep drinking all day, trying to hold down a job, waking up and telling myself it's all going to be fine. Damn you, Dad! Yeah, I'm pissed. For the game you perpetuated. You had known what you were doing. Every time you tilted that bottle over my innocent Shirley Temple, you knew... The game was set in concrete. I would whine to go home, you would pour in a little more, and soon I was asleep in the corner, leaving you alone. I will never forget that helpless feeling, like falling backward and not knowing if someone was there to catch me. God, what a gift to give your daughter! A drinking problem at ten years old! The game continued until I was old enough to stay hidden in my room, from the world. I didn't know what was worse, being out with him, or at home, hiding from mother. How much time left? I checked my watch. Two minutes. The 7.56 train was never late. Strange how empty the platform was that evening. I couldn't remember it ever being so quiet. It was usually full of work zombies counting their steps from portal to portal. And the minutes. The minutes always drag so slowly. Why does time fly when you're on vacation, but drag when you're waiting for a train? Who am I kidding? I've never been on a real vacation in my life. Dad's idea of a vacation was to get into whatever car had not been repossessed and drive aimlessly for the entire day. Eventually, like clockwork, he would get a bottle of whiskey and some crappy fast food. We'd drive past historical signs slowing down just long enough for us to make out the title. We took day trips to Islip, his favorite. We would motor through Sea Tuck Wildlife Refuge, slowly passing the wildlife. I wished I had been the wildlife being saved. Then, sure enough, by the afternoon, Mom and Dad would start fighting, and we would finally go home. Eden and I would almost be pissing our pants, but Dad didn't want to stop. It would be getting late, and he'd fall asleep if he stopped moving. He was really just too buzzed. My crazy mother wouldn't drive, no. She was taught to believe that she couldn't. Better to keep her home, he had thought. Driving was too dangerous for simple-minded women.